When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Gotta be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. Rodgers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Quinn and Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we are going to talk a little bit more about Derek Carr beyond just the film because Marcus Johnson from Tape Don't Lie came on. We talked about Derek Carr's film, certain things like how he would do in cold weather, his tendencies in certain offenses, how he might fit from a playing standpoint with the Jets, but now I want to get into more about Derek Carr, the person, what went wrong with the Raiders, and whether or not he would be a good fit outside of just actually the playing on the field, the personality, the way that he would maybe be in the locker room and all that. And so so went out and grabbed Hondo Carpenter, who's an outstanding journalist. He covers the Raiders for Sports Illustrated, and he did a fantastic piece for Sports Illustrated, breaking down how the relationship between Derek Carr and the Raiders fell apart. If you haven't read it yet, you really should, but want to go through some of the key pieces here, and then we're going to talk about what that might mean as far as the Jets and Derek car going forward so hondo carpenter thank you so much for coming on the show sir thanks scotty it's good to be on with you got a lot of fans in new york and i got a lot of family that lives around you so it's good to be on with you my friend well hondo next time you're in the area let me know you got my information i'll take you for some outstanding pizza because i know that you're not going to be able to get that on the west coast no and i'm going to tell you my favorite pizza place is in new york it's Across the street from Madison Square Garden, it's NY Pizza Suprema. 
It is, in my opinion, the best pizza in the world. It's better than Italy. Anytime, I, literally, my family knows this. When we go anywhere, I let them pick the restaurant. But when we go to New York City, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the only place I will eat is NY Pizza Suprema. So I gladly will go there with you. <laughs> For a second, I got a little nervous. I thought you were going to be talking like Steve Carell in the office and that your favorite New York slice was Sabaro. <laughs> you know what? I got to tell you, I have never seen an episode of The Office. I know that makes me sound like a nerd, but I'm 51 with a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> that my wife and I just wonderfully adopted. And I'll tell you, I don't have time for the office between my job and being a daddy, but uh, he sure is a funny guy. But no, not Sabaro. It's NY Pizza Supreme. <laughs> the only office that you're in these days, Hondo, is your home office doing great journalism like this piece on Derek Carr and the Raiders. And the first thing I want to ask you about was in your article, and I thought this was very telling, you said that even though everybody thinks that the relationship between the Raiders and Derek Carr fell apart in 2022. 2021 was a much harder year for Derek Carr. Can you go into a little bit of detail on that? Yeah. First of all, thank you for having me on, Scott. It's a pleasure to be on with you. But second of all, uh, I really like Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr, the player, a lot. And I like Derek Carr, the man, even more. And when I wrote that piece, it was not about my opinion. And I made people on both sides angry with me, which mm -hmm. means you probably did a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 2021 was a brutal year. All of Derek Carr's career, he has had to, to and what many believe, I'm not saying this is factual, I'm just talking about what players and others have told me. He's had to be the team counselor for people to handle dysfunction with the Raiders. They moved, all this stuff. And then in 2021, it was fascinating. Now, I want to make sure I make this really clear. Uh, Mark Davis, the owner, really likes Derek Carr, the person. This is nothing personal. But multiple people told me that they had either talked to him or had been told what he said, that he was ready to move on from Derek for whatever reason. But then John Gruden got here and John Gruden after year one just fell in love and loved Derek. And you saw in 2021 that in John Gruden's second tenure with the Raiders, the team was ascending. They were going. Now they had a lot of bad draft picks. I mean, you can go in and cover all that ad nauseum. They were the worst drafting team um, during John uh, Gruden and Mike Mack's tenure of anyone in the NFL. It was brutal. If they had been arrested for being NFL draft quality drafters, there wouldn't have been enough evidence to convict them. <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean that, they, that, that John wasn't a good coach and that the team still, despite all of that, was ascending. So then you come in and we know about the John Gruden email situation. And that was devastating for Derek because he really loved John Gruden. He didn't like him. He loved him. It was a genuine respect relationship. I've heard a couple people, not those in the Raider market, talk about, you know, ask me, was it like a father-son? Absolutely not. It was two, I would almost say it was just two really good friends. Um, they're different in a lot of ways. Derek has a tremendous father and mother. And so, um, you know, he didn't need John to be that, but they had a great working relationship. 
So then John gets dumped and Derek has to face the music. And he's the one answering all, a lot of the tough questions. I know Mayock did some, but it was really, it was really uh, Derek Carr. And then you turn around in the Henry Ruggs situation. And I want to say this, Scott, because I, I, I need people before they're critical to hear me out. Sometimes in America anymore, people only hear a first sentence and then they go off and criticize and don't hear the rest. It's like I always say to people on Twitter, did you read the article or just critical of it? And here's my point. The Henry Ruggs incident in which he hit and is with his car and struck a girl and she burned to death with her dog is a tragedy for the lady and the dog. I'm not making him a victim. It's all of it's a tragedy and a woman lost her life and whatever legal punishment he gets, he totally deserves. But that had not been the, the, the Henry Ruggs that people had seen prior to that incident. And so this happens. And an emotional Derek Carr comes to the podium and he talks about Henry had texted him earlier that night and, and, and you know, Henry had been at a, a, a top golf place. And so here's Derek, who is not just the quarterback of the team. He's the counselor. He's almost you can almost call him the priest, the rabbi, the pastor, whatever you would use. And he was emotionally hurt. And he was, I mean, first of all, for the girl and her dog, that was the biggest thing. But then he felt like maybe he had failed Henry Ruggs. And when everyone was demonizing Henry Ruggs, and let's be honest, what he did certainly deserved massive condemnation. Again, Scott, I want to make sure your listeners understand. Yeah. I'm not I'm not in any way painting him a victim. That young lady and her family are. But he felt like, did I fail Henry? Is there something I could have done? Could I have made it even more clear? Guys, if you need a ride, call me. And I sat in that press conference and watched a quarterback who was is a great man, broken, not only for what happened to this girl, but now here's a man that's ruined his life. What more could I have done to help him? He was the face of the franchise. It was Derek Carr's franchise. And then you go later and, you know, they kick another player off the team. And then Rich Passaccia takes over. Who well, let me tell you something. That guy is all football coach. I love Rich Passaccia. I think the world of him. Tremendous human being. And the players wanted Rich. And they rallied. And Derek Carr, with all of the off-field issues, with all of the lack of depth, rallied this team, and you saw it firsthand, Scott, mm -hmm. got him in the playoffs. That was Derek Carr. Then we come to the offseason, and the team's excited. They want Rich Versace to get the job, and he doesn't. Mark Davis decides to go in a completely different um, direction. Now, I wrote about this in my piece, but there, are, there were players and people on the team that the Raiders do better than any NFL team in really tying back to their players, you know, the motto, once a Raider, always a Raider. Old Raiders are always welcome back, wanted back, invited to practices. And there were some players that felt like the, that they had been betrayed. That, wait a minute, you talk about it being about us, the players. We really want Rich. What more does the guy need to do? We rally. We get into the playoffs despite everything off the field. It was, in my opinion, 
It was one of the greatest rallies of any athletic team in the history of athletics to with all that had gone on around them. This team somehow got in the playoffs. And you may remember was close to beating the Bengals, who ended up going quite a distance, as you know, uh, almost beat them in Cincinnati in the first round. So they didn't. So Rich doesn't get the job. And then Mark Davis begins to turn. He craves stability. He wants his franchise to be stable, to evaluate I me, mean, to get a winning tradition. So he really respects what the New England Patriots have done. He goes and gets Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler to be his general manager and goes in a different direction. Now, I was the one that broke this story. Before Josh McDaniels took the job, he made it clear to Derek Carr, I just don't want to do the, I don't want to coach the Raiders. I want to coach you. And even though Derek was extremely disappointed, I believe, based on talking to people, uh, that as much as he loved John Gruden, he probably enjoyed playing for Rich Bisaccia more than anybody else. And so they go out and they they get Josh McDaniels. And at this point, I think Derek felt, and this is my opinion, I think Derek felt like, wow, I've been through so much with this franchise. It's been a lot. But this guy has a lot of Super Bowl rings, and I want to win a Super Bowl. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Scott, I'm going to tell you something about, about Derek Carr. He's going to make a ton of money wherever he goes, and he should. He's a very good quarterback. But he's going to pick some place that he feels he can get to a Super Bowl. He's not going to go somewhere and rebuild. He's not going to go somewhere that 
there it's a teardown. And so he's he gets here, he's convinced we're going for a Super Bowl. And then as the season progressed, things just were not copacetic with him and Josh McDaniels. Now, I want to give you as fair of an assessment as I can. Josh McDaniels struggled at times with some horrific play calling. Derek Carr struggled at times with some her- horrific performances. And the Raiders have no depth because of their talent woes in drafting prior to McDaniels and Ziegler. The defense if it was arrested for being NFL caliber, there would not be enough evidence to convict it. And that's not Derek Carr's fault. They had five times of big leads that they lost. That's not Derek Carr. Derek Carr doesn't make decisions on play calling or defenses. Now, he certainly contributed some of them with interceptions and poor decisions. I'm not, the point I'm trying to make is what happened to the Raiders this year. It is completely unfair for anyone to put this all on Derek Carr. His offensive line was suspect, but it is also unfair to not give him his due, his his fair share of the blame, but you also have to give it to Josh McDaniels, the poor drafting before Josh McDaniels got here, the defense, etc. And so they get to the end of the year and They still believed in Derek. There was tension, but you need to understand Josh McDaniels liked Derek Carr, and I believe that Derek Carr, because he did, he loved Josh McDaniels, but it wasn't working. And, you know, there there are times when you see people, for example, my brother and my sister-in-law are divorced, and I'm still as close to my brother as I've ever been and my sister-in-law, two wonderful people that didn't work for whatever reason but doesn't make them bad people. So this marriage wasn't working, but they still believed in it. So they went to Pittsburgh, and this would have been their 15th game of the year. Playoffs are still viable, and it was a disaster. Questionable play calling, poor decisions by Derek, etc. Again, double did they had the lead, lost the lead, all of that. And so coming back, I was tipped off by a source in the organization that the way Derek Carr's contract is structured, if he gets injured, he was automatically guaranteed next year for next year, which is roughly $40 million. And they're like, that's too big of a risk for us to take if we think we're going to move on. So they explained to Derek, Derek, this is our decision. We're going to bench you. We can't take a chance at an injury. You being around here, you're going to be asked to answer questions. It's going to be a distraction for both parties. You don't have to come in. Derek was copacetic with that. I've heard people say Derek Carr quit on this team. That is an absolute falsehood and untruth. I've heard people say, well, the Raiders just made him a scapegoat. Absolutely untrue. Now, clearly when you bench your quarterback with two games to go and make it clear you're moving on, it certainly appears you're scapegoating. But I'm in every press conference. I know what's going on inside that building. They're not scapegoating him at all. They know they've got a ton of other problems. But they also knew if we're not going to go with Derek next year, we have to set him to the side. So there was a couple of interesting things. First of all, the Raiders have to make a decision, I think it's two or three days after the Super Bowl on Derek Carr. 
because then his contract becomes guaranteed. And so they had to make a decision. Not only could we not get him injured, but we have to make a decision moving on that quickly. Now, I need to go back to Derek's contract because the Raiders gave him a great extension at the beginning of the year. But they also had an out, which means that, you know, they could cut him, obviously, or or make a decision because his money wasn't guaranteed. But they so believed in him, they gave him a no-trade clause. So going into the year, their thought wasn't that they would be where they are today. They were 100% convinced. I know this for a fact. They were convinced he was going to be their quarterback past this year. But like I said, it didn't work. And so now they have to make a decision. So Derek clearly holds all the cards. Derek does not have to uh, agree to a trade. Derek can make them cut him. And then if they do cut him, Derek can go wherever he wants. And the team he picks didn't have to give up any compensation. And so... Um, I believe I, I believe the team feels like there, there's a trade somewhere, um, and we're going to wait and see what Derek's decision are. He holds all the cards, but that's where we sit today. Uh, it is completely unfair and wrong of anyone to try to paint this picture on Derek Carr as that's the sole reason of the failure. But it's also unfair to to make it sound like as if he had no you know had not contributed. But Derek Carr is a lot of things, Scott. Let me tell you what he is. He's a guy that's never had a quality defense, ever, ever. He is a guy that, you know, again, lack of depth, misses. You know, the Henry Ruggs pick by John Gruden was not a miss pick. Uh, Henry Ruggs was on his way to being one of the best receivers in the National Football League. And there were no signs of off-the-field issues with Henry prior to this. That, that tragic incident that cost a, a precious lady her life. But so that one, you can almost, you, you can chalk up, you know what? There was no signs of it. You had no reason to believe it. He gave you no indications and he was playing well. So I'm, I'm even though it's a draft pick that's no longer there, there still are plenty of others that were utter failures. And so here's Derek, where Derek Carr needs to land. I believe Derek Carr, because he has taken – now, I want you to get this, what I'm about to tell you, Scott. I think this will be eye-opening to your listeners. Derek Carr has led the Raiders for nine years. In two of those years, this team went to the playoffs. And in, do you know what both of those coaches have in common, Scott? They were fired by Mark Davis. Mm-hmm. So there's literally been no consistency. And so now you turn around. And what's he going to be looking for? Well, first of all, that Super Bowl is back here in Las Vegas next year. And I don't believe that Derek Carr is a hateful person or a vengeful person. But I do believe he is a highly competitive person. I think he's a high man of character. I think he would love to get back here in Las Vegas and play in a Super Bowl for another team. And there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't conflict with his Christian faith. That's being competitive. In fact, his Christian faith tells him, and whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly. And so he's a competitor. And so I think he's the first thing he's going to be looking for 
He's made enough money. He's made generational wealth. He's going to look for what team is going to give me the best opportunity to get to a Super Bowl, number one. Number two, he's going to be looking at a team that has the pieces and weapons around him so he isn't having to do something all on his own. And when you start looking at, I think there are several teams that stick out for Derek Carr, teams that are close. I think one of the smartest moves the Jets made is go get Robert Sala. That guy is a genuine coach. He is a defensive genius. He is happens to be from Michigan, where I'm from, and he and I have some mutual friends. But that man knows the game backwards, forwards, inside and out. You, If I was to pick some of the best young coaches in the NFL – uh, and I and I'll tell you what, Robert Sala, if he's not at the top, he's in the top three for sure. The Jets finally got it right. Let's hope your organization doesn't screw this up. But the next part is, you know, you want to look at, is there a defense there? Is there a defense that Derek can get a lead and expect them to, you know, to help? You know, not every game in the NFL you're going to go win 48-47. And is there a defense that can stop some people? You know, a lot of people don't understand and talk about Derek Carr is an elite quarterback in the NFL for fourth quarter comebacks. And the reason there's been fourth quarter comebacks is because he's had defenses that gave up leads. And so I, I think when you start looking at where he fits, there's got to be a good run game because Derek thrives, thrives in the, in an ability. He, he is one of the best play action quarterbacks in all the NFL. I mean, it, he's elite at it. And, you know, there are things he also doesn't do well, but he can make every throw, every throw you need him to make. Now, he's not going to go run and pick you up 60 yards, but you're not going after Lamar Jackson. You're not going after Kyler Murray. You're going after a quarterback that's going to play in a system that Robert Sala is going to love. I think that's a great fit there. Now, there's a lot of thought around the NFL. I've heard it from a lot of people that they think it's a given Jimmy Garoppolo's going to the Jets. And let me just say this to you. I like the way Jimmy Garoppolo plays football. I think he's a good football player. But I'm sorry, at the NFL where you're getting paid, your best ability is availability. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt all the time. Do you want to go, you know, how many Brock Purdy's are out there? So if he goes down, you're going to, you're going to have a kid fill in. Who's going to take you the rest of the way. Derek Carr is tough as nails. He was injured this year and he just kept playing. He doesn't take games off. One of the playoff he runs, he gets them to the playoffs, breaks his ankle. I mean, you're, nobody's going to play on a broken ankle, but he's tough as nails. And so if you have an option between Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, that makes no sense to me. I'm telling you today, if the Raiders' plan was to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo and they let go of Derek Carr, that was an unbelievably big mistake. Because I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Derek Carr. I think he does some things better. But in the number one issue is, is what does it matter if he's better at certain things if the guy can't be available? 
So if you're the Jets and you're sitting there, I mean, Scott, you know the Jets better than I do, but dadgummit, you look at what Derek Carr does right, you look at your team, tell me that's not a great fit. Yeah, I think it is, and that's what I wanted to ask you about because you know Derek Carr better than any Jets fan would, better than most because you've covered him so closely. And so the question I have is, Derek Carr, would he want to come to the Jets? Does this seem like a situation that would be to his liking, both in terms of geography, in terms of the hierarchy of the organization after what he just dealt with with the Raiders, in terms of what it would entail living in New York, being in New York, you've got the cold weather, you've got the New York press and all of that. Is that something that you think would be a good situation for Carr? Is it something he would want? Do you think he's going to force the Raiders' hand in terms of getting released as opposed to being traded? Where do you think this all comes together in the end? Is he going to want to come to a team like the Jets? And would it be through a trade? Would it be through his release? Also, do you think that the Raiders ultimately are going to regret this decision? Because as you said, if they go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo or even Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, 46 years old, that may end up being a case of don't know what you got till it's gone, right? I'm going to let's go back and do them in or in reverse order. So the first question, the last question you asked me, do I think the Raiders are going to regret it? The Raiders don't do this if they don't have a plan. Now, I've reported this. I don't mind saying it. If Tom Brady wants to quarterback the Raiders next year, Tom Brady is going to be the quarterback. I am in no way. And I want to make sure this is 100 percent clear. I am in no way saying that I believe the Raiders have tampered or done anything wrong or broken any rules with Tom Brady. But I have to believe they have a very good feeling that they're going to get him or another option that they may have already predisposed themselves to. But if Tom Brady wants to be the the quarterback of the Raiders, he's going to be the quarterback of the Raiders in 2023. So if they go get Tom Brady – Then the next question is, someone said to me, well, do they go out and draft a quarterback with the never seven pick? Well, if you're going to go get Tom Brady, it is foolish to use the number seven pick, no matter how good the guy is, because you're bringing the guy in to win right now. You have so many holes. You need to go get a defensive juggernaut, an offensive line juggernaut. At the number seven pick, you don't bring that guy in to sit Because you're telling your team, we're here to win now. Let me explain this to you in a little bit better detail. Uh, Mark Davis told me this is not a rebuild. So if you're not rebuilding, you don't go get a draft a quarterback when you get a Tom Brady, number one. So if they do that, I think that's just foolish. But if they go out and let's say that they get a Tom Brady and this team makes the playoffs, No, I don't think it was a bad decision. They got to the playoffs. But if they don't get to the playoffs next year and they bring in a Tom Brady, it was a failure, complete and utter failure. If they end up, but I'm going to be writing about this later today with some other options, and there's only one option that wouldn't be a failure if they got another quarterback. But then it's going to have a lot of drama with inside the team. So I, I think it, absolutely, I think there is a higher percentage that they regret it than they not. Absolutely there. Next, you asked me, do I think Derek's going to try to force the team's hand? I'm going to tell you this. I think he certainly can. 
I think if the Raiders don't proceed cautiously, that very well may happen. But I think based just on what I'm hearing, I think that a, a trade is probably going to be more viable. I think there's going to be enough teams interested that they're not, they're going to be willing to say, Hey, let's work a trade out rather than, um, let it go to the open market where three or four teams may be bidding. I think if I had to put it today, I think it's probably 52% that there's a trade, 48 that he forces the market. Um, and I think if if Derek forced the market, I think it would be more because, you know, of where the Raiders are at. You know, you got to remember that having to make a decision right after the Super Bowl, that contract becomes guaranteed. So for the Raiders now, Let's say they make a deal with the Jets. Well, they have to wait till the you know till the new league year to make the deal. And so, if they make the deal verbally, and the Jets or whomever back out, now they're stuck with Derek Carr guaranteed for forty million. Are they willing to take that risk to trust another NFL team? Because if they all of a sudden say, "Psych, we're out." Now all of a sudden the Derek the, the Raiders have Derek Carr on the roster for 40 million. So there is that's why I think it's so close right now. It's a game of chess, but I don't think it's a game of any kind of of, of hardship or or anger between Derek. I think he's hurt, but I wouldn't use the term anger towards the Raiders. But again, that, that's how close I think it is. But if the Jets can get him, if your options are Garoppolo or Carr, you don't have an option. It's Derek Carr. And I I, I think you know, then the last question you asked me is about the weather. Um, he's from California. He's a West Coast guy. He's won some games in the cold weather, but he certainly lost a lot. But you have to remember, I think that that is a tainted stat because it's also going from Pacific time to Eastern time. And we see that with teams going from the Eastern time zone to the Pacific. So I I, I think a lot of that is more the time zone travel and the, and the length of travel than it really is about the cold weather dealing with the press. You know, Derek is a professional and that's not going to, he's not a wimp. He's not afraid of it. I don't think that that's something of which you're concerned about. Uh, I think, I think certainly the New York media has a reputation and um, he is certainly unashamed of his faith, which he shouldn't be ashamed of. And um, I think, I think that times that there are some people who can be acerbic, when people are are people of faith, but uh, I don't think that's a concern for Derek at all. If he really feels, and Scott, I know that this is not the answer that you were probably looking for, but I'm going to be brutally honest. If Derek Carr feels like playing for the Jets is where God wants him to go, he's going to go there. He's not going to make this decision. This isn't just a, a money decision for him. He is he is a genuine man of faith he doesn't just talk about it he lives it and if this is where he thinks that god wants him to go he's going to go there and he's going to follow that and so if i'm a jet and i always if i kick off 2023 and they announce my starting quarterback is Derek carr i'm a pretty happy person so you think it would be a good marriage all told because of what the jets have to offer Derek carr and what Derek carr has to offer the jets well scott i can't answer that i want to tell you why I don't know the organization intimately enough. I would say based upon my knowledge, and I live in Las Vegas and cover the Raiders, but based upon my knowledge, I think it certainly looks like it could be a great marriage. 
but you, the decision is going to be once they get into that finer detail. I can't make that, and so I apologize. But I think based on what I see, absolutely. But you think at least based on what they have on paper, talent-wise, on the roster. Yep. Based on what I know, I think it's a good marriage. Yeah. Hondo Carpenter, who covers the Raiders for Sports Illustrated, if you haven't read his article yet, it is outstanding. He went into great detail here on the show, but there's so much more in that article about how everything deteriorated between the Raiders and Derek Carr, exactly where the blame lies. And as Hondo said, the blame lies pretty much everywhere. There's a little bit to be spread around to everybody, but absolutely read that article. It'll paint a very clear picture for you, and I hope that this episode of the podcast painted a very clear picture for you of what Derek Carr could bring to the table with the Jets, why everything went wrong with the Raiders, and perhaps what Derek Carr's future could hold. Hondo, thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Fantastic insight. For those that want to check out your work and follow you on social media, how can they do that, especially this most recent piece? Because as I told you, I was incredibly impressed by this. It's a masterclass in journalism, and I think that any journalist who's going to be reporting on a sports team should read it and get a feel for how this type of piece should be written because you went out of your way to get sources from everybody's camp and paint the most complete picture that you could. I appreciate that, Scott. The best way to follow me is just go to Twitter, at Hondo Carpenter, at H-O-N-D-O-C-A-R-P-E-N-T-E-R. And Scott, if you don't mind, before we go, I want to give a shout-out. The biggest Jet fan in the world is a dear friend of mine. I love him like my own brother. And uh, I am not Jewish, but he is Rabbi Mendy Harlig. And he uh, is just such a monster Jet fan. In fact, last year I gave him a Joe Namath autographed helmet as a gift. So there you go. But I, I, I can't wait to get him turned on to your podcast. I know he's going to be excited. But I loved Jet fans. I love their passion. I love the way they approach the game. I think that, quite frankly, they deserve better than what their organization has given them over the years. And uh, I love that passion. And I think it's great. And I think it's one of the best fan bases. So thank you for having me on, my friend. Absolutely. And hopefully the Jets do find a way to get Derek Carr and we can talk a little bit more about Carr and go into even more depth about his time with the Raiders. But for now, make sure you read Hondo's piece over in Sports Illustrated. Follow him on Twitter and check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some fantastic all 22 breakdowns on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. So watch our videos, subscribe if you haven't already, visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's tee And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they're also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.